told you they used to make these uh, recordings of the wrestlers singing. That was uh, the WWF's version of Land of a Thousand Dances. And this is Americana, the American way with Big John. Uh, Getter and Twitter, it is at the real underscore Big John on Rumble and uh, Spotify and Anchor podcast platforms it is americana the um, the <laughs> burping my breakfast americana the american way guess maybe i shouldn't have had that turkey sandwich and macaroni and cheese for breakfast but fuck it when it's 4 a.m and you can't sleep you run to sheets and get you some shit so The biggest weekend in all of professional wrestling, uh, with anyway, the Super Bowl wrestling's this weekend, and we'll run through the matches and uh, make my predictions known. Preview. Talk some wrestling. Looking for an ink pen, so I can. Mark my predictions. So, uh, it'll start. Actually, it starts with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on Friday, the Friday Night SmackDown. I don't know who is in that, and I don't have a prediction for that. But it's a very entertaining tribute to the legend Andre the Giant. Saturday at noon on the Peacock, WWE's uh, development. I hate to call it developmental because for about two or three, four years uh, until Vince and Bruce Pritchard uh, got their grubby mitts into it, uh, the NXT brand was the best brand in wrestling. But anyways... Uh, stand, NXT Stand and Deliver is Saturday, April 2nd at noon. Why am I talking like that? Uh, in no particular order, the card goes L.A. Knight versus Gunter Alt, formerly known as Walter Ott or Alt. Uh, I think it'll be a good match. Uh, these two can only have good matches. Uh, uh, Gunter, or Walt, formerly known as Walter, why they had to change his name, I have no idea when we knew him for years as Walter, but Gunter is a throwback to the 70s. I mean, he just gets in there and smashes it. Uh, just a great wrestler, uh, you know, does headlocks, arm bars, uh, one of the most devastating chops I've seen, probably next to Big Show or Andre the Giant, 
he's nowhere near their size, but his chops leave welts. You can even put Bob Hawley and Ric Flair, of course, in that chop category. But I think Gunther beats L.A. Knight uh, just on the count of because. <laughs> Wild guess. Uh, you have Dolph Ziggler, Kent State alumni, like myself. I knew him in college. Pretty nice guy. Uh, versus Braun Breaker. I wish that they were going to do a gimmick change name name change. <laughs> they would make Braun Breaker Braun Steiner, or I think he wrestled for a while as Rex Steiner. But I'm going to pick Braun Breaker to win. Uh, again, Dolph Ziggler gets a, a lot of comparisons to um, Shawn Michaels, uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Uh, in his, in, he's nowhere near Shawn Michaels, but in his overall ring uh, ability. But his ability to bump and make the other guy look good uh, is phenomenal. And I think that's what Dolph Ziggler's uh, role here is Dolph is the defending champion but he's really there to make Braun Breaker look good in my opinion and Dolph was one of the best at that I'm taking Braun Breaker to win that match then we have the ladies' four-way world title match, or NXT women's title match. Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Uh, this is a hard one to predict. The smart money is on Mandy Rose to retain the title. Um, and Cora Jade, 20 years old is a great wrestler um, she's if the WWE doesn't screw her up she's really going places in wrestling Io Shirai the queen of the sky high flyer hard hitting wrestler strong style wrestler uh, Kaylee Ray same thing strong style wrestler not as much of a high flyer as Cora and Io. Uh, Mandy Rose, I like her because she's made every gimmick that they've given her work. She's over with the fans as a face or a heel. Her in-ring technical ability is not quite there. I mean, even Cora Jade at 20 years old I don't know how long Cora wrestled on the indies, but she, um, Mandy Rose wrestling-wise is probably the weak link in this match, but key, uh, heel and character work, she's the strongest link in the match. That being said, man, I'm going to pick 
Mandy Rose to retain her title. I just don't think they're going to be a lot of title. Well, I just predicted one title change. Uh, uh, but I'm going to guess Mandy Rose is going to retain the title. I don't think they're ready to take that belt off of her just yet. Um, now the next match, uh, by the way, I think this women's match will be great on the count of Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Uh, Cora Jade, like I said, I mean, she made us believe her arm was broken at uh, War Games a few months ago. I mean, we were waiting on the paramedics to come out and carry Cora Jade off. Uh, Io Shirai is another one of these wrestlers who cannot have a bad match. Uh, and the same can be said for Kaylee Ray. Anyhow, moving on. Imperium, the World Tag Team Champions versus MSK versus the Creed Brothers. Man, three great tag teams. Uh, I don't see the belts coming off of Imperium in this one. And I'm sorry, I've been a little bit behind on my NXT watching. So I'm not really big on some of these matches. Um, but they're all going to be good. Just plain and simple. They're all going to be good. I'm kind of watching NXT catching up here in the background. This, uh, getting off the subject, this, what's her name, Lions? Nikita Lion or Lions? She's going to be going places in wrestling. Uh, as long as they don't fuck it up. From top to bottom, you can say what you want to say about, oh, this person's a good wrestler in AEW, or that person's a good wrestler in AEW, or New Japan, and, uh, you know, IG, I, IWGP, and all this. Top to bottom, WWE gets the best wrestlers in the world. And this Nikita Lions is... is over. They did great video. Great video packages leading up to her. But they give her this really deep, in-depth gimmick character where she's... Anyways, there's a little too much character development in her. Or too much character for her to develop. But she can wrestle. She's a curvy girl. She's not overweight by any stretch. But watch where I'm going with this. 10, 15, 20 years ago. Now, nah, like 10 or 15 years ago. They did a thing with Mickey James. Who is, was in no way, shape, or form overweight. But they started calling her Piggy James and body shaming her. This Nikita Lyons can move, she can work, she can wrestle, she's beautiful, but she's a, a thick girl, curvy. I guarantee you, if they put her on the main roster, there's going to be some body shaming bullshit gimmick with her. And that'll ruin her fucking career. WWE right now, for some reason, is really good at screwing up. Anyhow, 
like I said, I was watching NXT in the background. Next, we have uh, Carmelo Hayes, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, and Cameron Grimes for the North American title. Uh, Solo Sokoa is a guy I'm big on. He's got the look. He's part of the Samoan bloodline. Uh, he, he just he looks like um, he looks kind of like Rikishi and Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe had a kid. <laughs> like they took their three DNA, put it in Dakota Lions, and out came <laughs> Solo Sakaya. Uh, but in this match. Pardon me. This is a ladder match for the North American title. I think Cameron Grimes wins. He at first I didn't like him because of his. He looked like a jabroni, like a jobber. But man, the dude can work his ass off. Uh, his whole thing is this has to be the year that he wins a title for his dad in uh, NXT. So I think he wins. I think he maybe starts a push to even bigger and better things. But Cameron Grimes wins this one. Then we have Toxic Attraction versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. So Raquel went from the badass women's champion, uh, kind of what they're doing with Rhea Ripley on Raw. They're take, they took Rhea Ripley, pushed the living hell out of her a little too quick, put, a belt, put the world title belt on her a little too soon after they did nothing with Asuka for almost a year. Um... And now they're putting Rhea in all these like throw-together tag teams. And now I see Raquel doing the same thing. Raquel was just tagging with um, Cora Jade. Now she's back with Dakota Kai. She came down and made the save as, as Toxic Attraction was beating up Dakota Kai. Um, and now Dakota Kai and Ra- Raquel Gonzalez are challenging Toxic Attraction for the women's tag team titles. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is somebody I'm really big on. She's a big, strong woman. She can. Uh, she's got a little ways to go to develop and to, you know, polish her skills. But she'd been on the wrestling scene for a while. She cut a lot of weight and put on muscle. Um, she's a very beautiful girl. She's dating Braun uh, Strowman, who's starting his own wrestling federation. Like that's going to go anywhere. Uh, but we've got Raquel and Dakota versus Toxic Attraction. I've said it five times in a row now. <laughs> And I don't know if they changed the tag titles and start a feud. Because Toxic Attraction needs a, a tag team to feud with. 
there aren't any women's tag teams really in NXT. Hell, there aren't very many tag teams, period. And there aren't a lot of women's tag teams, even though they've invented these women tag teams. Women's tag team title belts in uh, the supposed main roster and in NXT. And again, it's another one of those WWE things. They start something, they push the hell out of it, and then it just stops. So, I will say Raquel and Dakota win to start a feud with these two teams that could stretch out for a while. Just not 100 on that. (laughs) I want to take a brief break and flip the page in my notebook and go through night one and night two of WrestleMania. Special Delivery Jones there at the end. Oh, I haven't turned the page in my notebook yet. Shit. I had to put the uh, title to that segment of the podcast in. Enter in the information. So as I turn the page on my notebook. um, In no particular order. Night one of WrestleMania. So the, the, the first night of... The real Super Bowl of wrestling. We start out. It's going to be a good good WrestleMania. There's a good mix of great wrestling matches, men's and women's, along with uh, some celebrities thrown in, some gimmicks, things like that. Um, So Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. This... Again, two women who can put on great matches. Bianca Belair is in my top two most athletic women in wrestling. I think her and Naomi are the two best women athletes in wrestling right now. And honestly, the person that people would probably say is number one uh, is Charlotte Flair. But I think... If you look at athleticism, truth, and take a real look at you know who can fly, who can wrestle, who can flip, uh, who can do off the the top rope moves. Yeah, Charlotte does a great moonsault from the top rope to the outside for a six foot tall woman, or for anybody. But the moves and <clears throat> and strength of Bianca Belair is off the charts. Her uh, athleticism, her jump ability to jump and fly in the ring. And then with a, a little less strength, Naomi can do all of the flying and jumping and flipping and uh, athleticism. As well, in my opinion, Charlotte Flair is a distant third to those two women in athletic ability. Now, on microphone skills and 
to steal Lex Luger's gimmick, the total package of a wrestler. Oh, yeah, Charlotte Flair is the best uh, in women's wrestling right now. Sadly enough, she knows it. Uh, and she treats other people like shit behind the scenes, I've heard. Uh, and by the way, congratulations to Tony Storm for debuting in All Elite Wrestling. This is where Tony Storm belongs. Uh, Tony Storm was an ass kicker on in every wrestling that she's been in. But United Kingdom, she'd been wrestling since she was a teenager. She's only in her mid, earlier mid-twenties now. But she kicked ass all over Australia, New Zealand, and Great Britain. Uh, and she was way up at the top of the card in uh, U NXT UK. Uh and then, then they brought her to NXT. Well, anyways, this is about WrestleMania, not Tony Storm. Congratulations, Tony Storm, on not being fucked over by Charlotte Flair and WWE. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. This is going to be a good, good match. Uh, Becky Lynch is the most over person in the company still. Uh, Bianca is right up there next to her, so it's going to be a split audience. Uh, Bianca is going to show some tremendous athletic ability. Becky's going to do some great heel work. Uh, she's going to get scarred and battered by that ponytail of Bianca Belair. Now, on Monday Night Raw... And I, again, I haven't been following wrestling as close as I usually do last month or so. For some reason, Bianca cut Becky's hair. I hope this isn't some kind of angle or build to where they're going to cut Bianca's ponytail. It, it's her trademark. It's, it's something she should keep until the time is right for her to lose it. And right now is not the right time. So I don't know where, where the Bianca pulling out scissors and cutting Becky's hair came in. Unless they just decided Becky needs a new hairstyle and this was the way to do it. I don't know. But, man, that's a, that's a tough match to call. Um, but... <clears throat> the one thing about WrestleMania from its inception is it's been a baby face or a good guy uh, show. So I say Bianca Belair wins this one and the crowd goes wild. Uh, Bianca's deserving. She had that world title till Becky came back at uh, SummerSlam. And beat her in two seconds. Well, three seconds, five seconds, whatever. Uh, but I think Bianca gets revenge at WrestleMania. Uh, then we have The Miz and one of my most hated people in real life, Logan Paul. Versus the Mysterios, Ray and Dominic. Um, I'm just going to take Ray and Dominic in this one. I don't, I don't, 
I don't really get into this because it's Logan Paul and he's not a wrestler. But this is what WrestleMania is. You know, they all throw in... They bring in celebrities to make it seem a little bigger. Make it more mainstream. Logan Paul just had a a boxing match where he got beat up by Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and he's doing different things. He's a little bastard. Um, so hopefully Rey Mysterio hurts him. <laughs> uh, next, Seth Rollins versus a mystery opponent. Ooh, spooky. This is a scary spot in the card. Seth Rollins can have a great match with anyone. I'm afraid it's going to be Shane McMahon, however. Because it was just announced that Shane O'Mac is back. And he's going to be at WrestleMania. Now, everyone expects this to be Cody Rhodes' spot. But maybe, somehow, maybe... Vince had a change of mind and is deciding not to bring Cody out at WrestleMania. So they're going to throw Shane in there. I don't know. So the Seth Rollins versus mystery opponent, I'm not going to try to predict. Um, if Cody Rhodes is the mystery opponent... Obviously, Cody goes over and wins, in other words. But uh, I think it'll be a good match no matter who's in there. I'd really like to see Cody Rhodes debut at WrestleMania. Because Cody was like, he was like rookie of the year, his first year in wrestling. Uh, I don't even know where he was wrestling. It wasn't even in the... WWE's territories uh, and he's someone I followed obviously because his dad was one of my favorite wrestlers um, but man how, what are they going to do with him Cody went out on the independent wrestling then he went to Ring of Honor and then he helped start all elite wrestling uh, they were the first company other than WWE. To, uh, well, Cody, the Young Bucks. Oh, that's who I couldn't think of a few minutes ago. Cody, the Young Bucks, and uh, Kenny Omega did a independent show that packed a building of ten or 15,000 people because Dave Meltzer... Uh, said that, you know, WWF is the only company that can put more than 10,000 people in a building right now. And Cody responded with, hold my Red Bull. Uh, and, you know, he went from Stardust, his big brother Goldust sidekick in WWF, where he was just fledgling away, to um, a wrestler that comes out 
in a suit and tie and uh, I think he has good mic work he has great in-ring work I think um, people critique the big red white and blue whatever it is tattoo on his neck but other than that he's one of the best guys all around in wrestling right now so does he ultimately come back and be the guy that topples Roman Reigns? That would be nice. That would be smart. You know, build that. Let him win this match. Build towards Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes at next year's WrestleMania. You know, do whatever you're going to do with Brock and uh, Roman Reigns right now. Not a disqualification finish. There has to be a clear-cut pinfall or submission winner between Roman and Brock. But anyways, let Cody win this match and go on a streak to next WrestleMania and upset Roman. Be a good idea. Anyways, next match, pee break, bathroom break, snack break. Whatever spot in the card this match is, this is the bathroom break match. Sadly, uh, you've got Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. And both these guys are good wrestlers. Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin, somebody that's earned my respect in the last six months. Drew McIntyre. You know, carried the WWE through the pandemic year. He will be known as the champion without an audience. Uh, but then he just... They just stalled and put him in the mid-card. Uh, I'll take Drew McIntyre to win this match. And it'll probably be better than expected. Uh, maybe pee break number two. The Usos versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and, uh, and, and Rick Boogs, Boogers. Uh, I got to take the Usos in this one. I loved Shinsuke when he was just a kicking ass, strong style wrestler. And then they kind of pushed him to the top. And now you're at the lower mid card with him. I, I, I don't get it, but whatever. Um, now we come to Charlotte Flair versus Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Um, I heard in the last day that uh, this, for, for the last few months since uh, Royal Rumble, we thought this was going to be the main event of night one. Uh, and evidently nobody told Rhonda she was playing second fiddle to um, an interview segment with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. Now, I'll talk later about, I don't understand why an interview segment is your main event of night one. And I hope that that's untrue. I hope the internet people have that wrong but Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey Charlotte can carry this match however we've seen uh, 
Charlotte have some matches that break down. Uh, most famously with Nia Jax, where they just got off track and Nia screwed something up and then her and Charlotte just, you know, threw a few stiff blows at each other. <coughs> Nia stopped cooperating for a while. So Charlotte stopped cooperating. And then they got back on track and Charlotte called a, a quick go home and it, it gracefully uh, ended. Actually, not very gracefully. Uh, I don't know if this fight between Charlotte and Ronda could go that way. Um, Ronda is a great athlete. She's a great performer in the ring. I think Charlotte could kick her ass, though, because Ronda's got a glass jaw. Uh, these are both two women, two wrestlers. I don't have a lot of respect for and a lot of liking to in, in real life. Uh, from what I've heard Charlotte say in interviews, where she's the best wrestler in the company and she knows it. And, uh, yeah, she has the right to be offended when she's out there ha trying to have a good match and the, the fans are chanting Becky. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, this could go down as a classic. Eh, probably not. It's going to be interesting. And I think Ronda Rousey wins. But I'm just not big on Rousey. She's got to be a heel. So maybe I think Charlotte is good enough to pull off the double turn here. Where Charlotte turns face. Although she's tremendously hated. <laughs> but she could turn face in this match. And Ronda could turn heel, which is where Ronda is better. But Ronda doesn't like to be booed. She's very sensitive and very insecure and takes things very personal. So that makes this a difficult thing. Uh, I will pick Ronda Rousey to win this match. But... I wouldn't be I would be shocked if Charlotte won. Now supposedly the main event is going to be an interview uh of with Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. Now There are two things in this in this one. Number one, how long before Stone Cold gives KO the stunner? And does KO get to stunner Austin? Which would be an awesome thing, an awesome passing of the torch. However, Few ten, I don't what the fuck ever. Many a few years ago, Stone Cold wouldn't lose to Brock Lesnar in a match that had no build. So, does Stone Cold now 
pass the torch and put Kevin Owens over and let Kevin Owens stun him. No chance in hell. <laughs> the other thing is how many times am I going to have to listen to the audience yell what during this promo? Um, I don't know. Maybe we could do an, an over-under on the number of what's in, the, in this match or in this uh, interview segment. I don't know. But anyways, so how long into this does it take for Stone Cold to give KO the stunner is the end to night one, or supposedly the end to night one of WrestleMania. That's that for night number one of WrestleMania. Right back with night numero two. Didn't hit record on the podcast. Okay, so night number two of WrestleMania. In no particular order. We have Roman versus Brock. Ooh, man, this is a tough match to pick. On It is, honestly. Because if you think they've put a lot of build-up into... I mean, Roman's carried the company as a heel and done great work. He's a great heel. And his microphone skills have come a long way. Now that he's doing, he seems to be doing a little more of his own talking, and it's less uh, script. Uh, and of course, we've had Paul Heyman going back, forth, and sideways between Brock and Roman. The only thing I'm going to say is this match has to end clean. There's got to be a clear, clean cut pinfall <coughs> or submission winner uh, I don't think there will be a sub, a real tap out submission uh, maybe Roman could get Brock in that thick neck of his into some kind of chokehold and put him out uh, same thing for Brock maybe he could get Roman in some kind of submission hold and pass him out um but the thing is, I think it's going to be a short match. I'd be, I would be amazed if it went more than 15 minutes. Uh, this should, this will be the, the uh, main event of night two, of course. Um, but I, man, I would say Brock Lesnar wins. And then eventually they find a way to get the belt back on Roman some way or another. So Brock Lesnar goes over Roman Reigns finally. Next on the list was Edge versus AJ Styles. Edge is awesome as a heel. I love it. I love what I've been seeing on the internet in the highlights and all that. <clears throat> this, I think, will be great. Uh, this could be the match of the weekend. In my heart, Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat will always be the best WrestleMania match of all time. Go watch it. But this could be the best match of this weekend. AJ versus Edge. 
Um, I think Edge wins, uh, but I think they have a tremendous 20-minute. This is awesome match with Edge going over. We have <coughs> a lot of gimmick matches on night two. Uh, and I say that about this four-way dance, four-corners match. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, women's tag team titles. Carmella and Zelina Vega, who have rarely defended their belts, are the champions. Then you have uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks, two of the best women wrestlers out there. Uh, like I said, I think Naomi is the slightly second best athlete in women's wrestling. Sasha maybe the second best overall female wrestler or maybe even better than Charlotte. Arn Anderson at one time said Charlotte or pardon me. Arn said that Sasha was better than Charlotte when they were both coming up through uh the ranks of uh Florida Championship Wrestling and then NXT. You have the throw together tag team of Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. And then you have uh, another recently put together team of Natalia and Shayna Baszler. You got to get the belts off Zelina Vega and Carmella. They're just not. They're not there. Uh, Zelina's a good wrestler. Carmella's gotten better. But the whole angle right now is with Carmella wants to have constant sexual relations with dirty, nasty Corey, what's-his-face, the ringside commentator and her boyfriend. Um, Naomi and Sasha would be a great babyface tag team. But I don't see them staying together. I see Sasha turning heel and feuding with Naomi after this. Uh, which brings us down to Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan or Natalia and Shayna. I think Liv Morgan deserves a belt with what she's done and how she's turned her character around and around and sideways to get over and got herself over. She's popular with the fans through no help from the writers. So I I will pick Rhea and Liv Morgan, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't put the belts on Natalia and Shayna just because Natalia and Shayna are great wrestlers and badass women. Um, then we have... Um, McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh, McAfee is a good athlete. He's wrestled before at NXT. Um, and, of course, Austin Theory is doing the whole I'm Vince's boy, I'm Vince's, you know, puppy. Vince's, you know, picked him to be the next big thing kind of gimmick. Um, but I see Pat McAfee winning this one. And I think it'll be cool. 
think he'll be a, a you know good for what it is. McAfee's a better wrestler. Uh, I guess he has a wrestling ring at his office where he practices, so he probably isn't going to do too bad. Next up, another gimmick match. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville is a, a stuntman who... Uh, is famous for the Jackass series on MTV where they just did everything they could to hurt themselves like idiots. Um, and I, I say Sami Zayn better win this one. Uh, and hopefully Knoxville does some crazy stuff to, to hurt himself. That'll be the entertainment of this match. Where Sami Zayn is one of the best. Uh, in wrestling. I don't think he'll ever be a world champion. Um, but he is a great mid-card guy that can put on a great match with anybody. And he'll show you that uh, on Sunday night at WrestleMania. Then we have a three-way match for the world tag team titles. The champions, RK Bro, Randy Orton, and uh, Matt Riddle versus the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. Uh, three great teams. Uh, Otis of the Alpha Academy, I always liked. Uh, and they've he's gotten over with every gimmick they've given him. His love affair with Mandy Rose that goes back to their days in developmental when they were doing promo class and he would cut promos about how much he loved Mandy Rose and call her his peach and then they worked that into a real life storyline and him and Mandy got it over. Um, the Street Profits are two of the best athletes in wrestling and they should be a tag team forever. They should never split those two up. Um, the RK Bro is a throw-together tag team, but they've gotten over and they've worked well together. Riddle's silliness along with Randy Orton, I'm the wily veteran, uh, let me help you kid, let me take you under my wing kind of thing. Um, I think RK Bro keeps the belts for this night. I don't think this is the night where WWE splits these two up and turn. See, this the theory is Riddle is going to turn heel on Orton, which I don't I don't see. I can't see him as a heel, but I could be surprised. But for this night, I say RK Bro wins. Next is, or next on the list, anyways, uh, which will not be the main event, obviously. Somewhere in the middle of the card will be Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Omos is a badass. I like this dude. I think they've been building him up correctly. I think he works correctly as a big guy. 
without a lot of experience, without a lot of athleticism, uh, but he he works the way a big guy needs to work. Stiff, a lot of power moves, not a lot of flash, just a big guy that throws little guys around the ring. Uh, he won't do that with Bobby Lashley, though. And most people are predicting Bobby Lashley will squash Omos. And I kind of, I, I can't disagree with that. But I don't know where they go with this. Is this a one-off? Because obviously Lashley's got to go back into the world title feud picture. Uh, I mean, and I think the next program you need to have is a long build, a long feud with Brock Lesnar. Let them trade world titles a few times. Uh, give them a few more matches. Um, so, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, Lashley will probably come out and squash almost, and who knows where either guy goes from there. Common sense would tell you Lashley goes back into the world title scene and uh, almost goes down on the card even further. I don't know. Um, I had high hopes for almost. I don't know if he could be a world champion, but he definitely could be the big black Andre the Giant. A little more athletic, less obese, but anyways... So that's WrestleMania this year. A lot of uh, celebrities involved. A lot of gimmick matches. Um, but I think it's going to be shockingly entertaining. Um, some people haven't liked the build-up to WrestleMania this year. <coughs> but I, there, there are storylines I like and storylines I'm like, eh, I could care less about. But that's WrestleMania. That's wrestling. You can't like and build every match on the card like it's a main event, you know. And what the biggest other big question I is what what kind of math will Scott Steiner do at the Hall of Fame induction? <laughs> so that's it. God bless you guys. Uh WrestleMania weekend. Happy WrestleMania, everybody. <laughs> See you later. God bless you. Pray for each other, and so on and so forth.